0: OAMnetwork.com
1: Power to the podcast.
2: Welcome to another episode of Sports Queued Up. OEM Network, we're live on Facebook right now, we to be streaming this through the network.com backslash live, we'll be joined momentarily by CJ, and hopefully Hank shows up as well, uh, but I'm going to kick this bad boy off by myself, yesterday was an exciting day in football, the whole weekend, um, Saturday you had the number two, three, and four teams in the playoff scenario fall off, uh, first time that's ever been done. So that was kind of crazy. So we're going to touch on that a little bit but uh, maybe who takes that place tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to talk about that as well on my, uh, radio show, but I'll talk about that in a little bit. Is, today's show is brought to you by Spot Side Street Grill, 31 South Florence. You come on down, check it out. Monday through Friday, four to seven is happy hour. Tuesday is pasta special. Wednesday is, uh, steak night, four to nine. Sunday is the best brunch in Midtown, 11 to three behind the big ass parking garage in Overton Square, Side Street Grill. Thirty-one South Florence. All right. So I heard that place has a, attractive staff. It has attractive staff. You have a good time. Uh, a nice strong. I just drinks. wanted to make sure the rumor was true. The rumor is true for the most part. But uh, <laughs> don't sidetrack me, man. Uh, like I said, CJ's gonna be joining me. Hank's supposed to join me as well. A uh, lot to go over. Cause a lot happened this weekend. If you, you you didn't like what happened yesterday, not gonna understand. Like Packer fans. Uh, Steeler fans probably pretty upset after the results, but all in all, as football, it was a lot of good football games yesterday. One possession games came down to the end, very exciting. Um, my Philadelphia Eagles got a victory. It was good because man, I was that was a huge game. Uh, the way Denver defeated the Saints was something else. Kansas City snatching literally victory away from Carolina, pretty much ending their season. Man, it's just it tinkers so much how one play can just Change your whole season and it, it's gone down, went down across the league yesterday, but I'm going to start off in Pittsburgh where the Dallas Cowboys came into Pittsburgh, uh, winning seven in a row. Pittsburgh in a must win situation. Um, kind of desperate after losing to Baltimore the week before. So you're falling behind Baltimore in the division because Baltimore won Thursday night against Cleveland. So. Big game for Pittsburgh and you're at home. Kind of it had a big, nice playoff feel to it. Um, and Pittsburgh came out and really had an opportunity to jump up on Dallas and, uh, costed themselves, uh, to where going for two the first, they went for two four times. But I just thought, man, get up, get that 14 to three, Lee. That 14 to three is so much different than 12 to three. It hurts your own momentum, uh, when you don't get it. Pittsburgh, throughout the day, continuously shot themselves in the foot. Uh, I mean, that, that defense is just not very good. And Pittsburgh, um, 80-yard screen pass for a touchdown. Untouched for Ezekiel Elliott. Um, I was blown away. I really expected Pittsburgh to to win this game. Uh, not necessarily because they're better, because they were more of a must-win scenario. But, uh, Dallas came ready to play and Ezekiel Elliott put up 200 yards. That offensive line is something special. Dak Prescott played really well, especially in the second half. Um, made the big play down the sideline to Des Bryant. Jason Witten's playing well. This whole team's ignited by Dak Prescott. And I think they announced today that Tony Romo will be the backup moving forward. Um, some people believe that any game that Dak Prescott struggles, Tony Romo is going to be the starting quarterback. I don't, I don't see it happening unless Prescott gets hurt. Uh, so, but I mean, we'll see how that goes. That'll be a continuing saga as the continue as the season continues on. But big victory for Dallas yesterday. Probably the best team in the NFL right now. They play they play everybody close. You know, they destroyed Cleveland I and mean, they dominated Cincinnati. Every, other than that, every other game's close. Come down, uh, essentially to the end. But. Man, big win for Dallas. You got such a huge separation. If the Giants can't win tonight, man, Dallas gets a three game lead in the division, which is huge at this point. I mean, the season three games in the NFL is, is a huge disparity. Good lead. Um, hard to blow that, man, but Dallas is really built to win. Uh, before the season started, I thought Dallas was my Super Bowl pick till Romo got hurt. Uh, of course, myself, no one could have re- thought that Dak Prescott was going to play this well. Uh, but I mean, Deserves MVP consideration. There's the guys that I put before him. Uh, Derek Carr, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, name a couple. Um, I think Ezekiel Elliott is more valuable to what the – the offensive line is the most valuable part of the whole Dallas team, but Ezekiel Elliott in the running game is the big difference. Uh, it helps the defense out, but – and huge victory for Dallas and Pittsburgh, man. And me talk about the most, two most popular franchises in all of football. Going at it, man. It's like the main event on the marquee and they sure showed up ready to play. Both teams did. Both teams did. Dallas came out a little sluggish at first. Uh, Cole Beasley had a little butterfingers going on. Um, but Pittsburgh had an opportunity to kind of step on their throat and they hurt themselves. Um, they hurt themselves and you gotta, you gotta, I'm a firm believer not going for two until you necessarily really have to, especially getting to the fourth quarter. Take your point. Now, I know it's not guaranteed. You look across the league yesterday, extra points missed, uh, easy, relatively easy field goals missed across the league yesterday, uh, by good kickers. So there's no guarantee, especially with extra point being the distance that it's at now. But man, you got to kind of take that point, man. If you miss the point, then you, all right, I'm going to go for two. I don't trust my kicker or whatever. But I mean, they, you try so hard to, and I make this analogy, you go for the grand slam with nobody on base. You know, you got to take your point, man, and uh you end up chasing that point. Where you don't get it. You go for two, four times, and you don't get any of them. So I mean, that's four points you left off the. You lose by five. Uh I mean, I just at some point, man, you got to put Mike Tomlin under under some heat. I'm not saying fire him, but at some point, you got to put him under some heat because uh, I mean, that defense and he's a defensive guy. We give our Chuck Paganos, you know, type of guys, Dan Quinn. We give them heat for them being defensive minded guys and not being able to, uh, get that defense together. Well, Pittsburgh needs to get it together, man. That defense did not look good. They missed assignments on the 32 yard touchdown run. the to, to end the game with nine seconds left. Uh, just being out of place, not, just not doing what you're supposed to do, man. You can break down the footage. You can see it yourself. Uh, or maybe just Pittsburgh's just not as good as we thought they were. I mean, they got, they got rolled by Philly. Um, they lost to Baltimore teams that Pittsburgh was supposed to be better than. Maybe this is, this is what Pittsburgh Steelers are. Uh, there we go. Uh, that's not a good indication right there. Um, but anyways, so the Pittsburgh Steelers, man, hurt themselves. They're not as good as maybe we thought they were. There were a lot of people's Super Bowl prediction, like right, to go into. That was their pick. That was a popular pick. Elite quarterback, elite running back, elite receiver. The defense gets this, uh, this notion that Pittsburgh's defense is this aggressive, um, uh, just all over the field swarming type of defense, man. It's just not that anymore. Now, it hasn't been for a couple of years. I'm, that's why I say, you know, put a little heat on Tomlin. But right now, if you're Dallas, man, you got to be riding high. What a huge victory. Uh I guess Hank's not coming. That's cool. Uh, but huge victory for Dallas. So, uh we'll see how it goes, man, moving forward for both these franchises. Because this may cost Pittsburgh some playoff position now in order it's not likely that they'll be able to contend for the afc wild card um uh, being at four and five and the um, last uh denver's seven and three so you got a couple games to make up you got to win your division and already losing to baltimore does not help your cause if you're pittsburgh but like i said man maybe they were just overrated uh but you can't keep knocking down the teams every time dallas beat somebody um but they really hurt themselves on the last drive by dallas with the face mask because they got away with the face mask to play before and then came out the next play, and while they had Witten stood up, dude reaches in, grabs the face mask, 15 yards, right into Dan Bailey's field goal range, who's the best, probably the best kicker in the league. And, you know, here we stand, man. Big big run, defense out of place, 32 yards, nine seconds left. Dallas, eight in a row, man. Like, when you win that many games in a row, you, you start to feel that un you can't mess with me type of feeling, man. And, uh. They've got it going, man. Look, like they're having fun playing games. That spark of the youth—I mean, it's—it's pretty remarkable, man. Um, so, but the Pittsburgh Steelers fall to four and five. Dallas, as I mentioned, win their eighth in a row. They move to eight and one. Man, first place in the NFC East. Nice little breathing room. Uh, big game tonight with the Giants and the Bengals. Uh, Bengals in a must win situation because they're trying to contend for the division. Like I said, the wild card, you really, is really difficult in the AFC because Denver's sitting in that last spot at seven and three. So all these teams got four losses, five losses. Uh, not looking promising, man. When you got to win your division, um, and as far as Dallas goes, they're just going to keep doing what they're doing, man. Uh, run the football, play a little defense. Um, the coaching looks better. So eight and one Dallas Cowboys, man. Uh, wouldn't have thought that was going to come true, but right now they're riding high. A uh, huge victory over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, interesting game in San Diego yesterday, Gil. Uh, I heard about it. Yeah. Phillip Rivers really y'all's Hall of Fame quarterback. Four interceptions, including the pick six that won the game for Miami. Uh, I said this a few weeks ago, man. San Diego just finds a way to lose every week, man. But Miami's won four in a row. Run the football. Uh, coming into this year, Ajayi rushed last year for 187 yards. This year, he's already eclipsed that mark twice in one, in one game. so or, or two different games, he's hit that mark. Uh, pretty impressive. Miami four in a row, man. Anytime you can start winning like that, especially, I mean, shout out to Tim and Dustin because I couldn't still be a, it would be hard pressed to be a Dolphin fan considering what they've had to go through. And you always have to contend with the Patriots. I understand, but man, losing is a sickness, man. I tell you, uh, but four in a row, man, I mean, the reason to be excited, you sit there at five and four, two games back of the playoff spot. So see how that goes. Uh, great game or a great finish in Carolina. uh, Kansas, they were up 17 nothing on Kansas City, 17 three in the fourth quarter. Kansas City uh, defensively got him back in the game. The Eric Berry interception, he did the spin move. The return it was an amazing. Play one of the best plays of the season so far. Uh, returned it for a touchdown. One of the very best players in the league. Eric Berry, top-notch safety um, out of Tennessee. Huge, huge, huge play. Got him back in the game. And at the end of the game, w- with it tied up. Was that me? Yeah, that was me. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. My bad. Uh, end of the game. Carolina driving down the field and to uh, Kelvin Benjamin. Marcus Peters comes up, snatches the ball away, and Kansas not kicks the field goal. They win at 20 17. Huge game. What's up, CJ? What's up, man? Where's my chocolate latte? <laughs>
3: We share, man. We share,
2: man. (laughs) Give me a straw. (laughs) All right. CJ's here. That's cool. Hank's on his way. Hopefully, that won't take long. Um, Cool. I I touched on Dallas and Pittsburgh.
3: Yeah, I was watching on the feed, man. The feed looked good.
2: Yeah, yeah. But, uh,. Pretty much everything, because you joined me this morning on the Beast of Sports Gab on my radio show on AM 730. You came on, you joined me. We, we talked about this. Right. Um, I pretty much touched on everything that we talked about, as, as you said, you saw, you know. Uh, anything you'd like to add from what I No, I think from? you
3: pretty much covered it, man. You're pretty thorough on the uh, Pittsburgh-Dallas thing. I, I think you were beginning to talk about tonight's game yeah. when I came up. so.
2: Yeah, I I'll t- I'll touched on that a little bit, not too much. I just think it's a huge game for Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Kind of a must-win for them. Yeah, uh, and big
3: game for New York too because that division's so tight, you know.
2: Yeah, in the playoffs. right now, there's three teams from the NFC sitting in the playoffs, mm. and all four teams are over five hundred, so that's pretty good. Based Very off good. last year, there was there was a horrible and uh, Washington had to win five in a row to get to nine and seven to win the division. Uh, but that last year, the, the division was a joke. This year, um, it's looking not, good. Not so much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I had just talked about. Um, I touched on Miami and Phillip Rivers, your Hall of Fame quarterback, uh, your favorite player. You keep
3: on digging on me, man. I'm gonna have to start bringing up Brock Osweiler and
2: <laughs> all
3: these guys you love. So why, much. why you gotta talk about old shit, man? <laughs>
2: you know, uh, but, um, but yeah. So I touched on that. Miami forcing the four interceptions and Kiko Alonso pick six, winning the game, big time. Uh, Kansas City literally snatching defeat from Carolina. Right. Uh, amazing defensive plays, man. Yeah.
3: Just All took right. the game right back right there at the end, down, down what, 17, 14-3? 17-3, 17 nothing three,
2: yeah. then 17-3. All yeah. right, big time. That's a nice comeback, man. Uh, didn't see much of the game, but it seemed like Carolina was on the field the whole game. Yeah, every time we turned it over. Every time, yeah, yeah. And Carolina was on the field. Uh, Hank's on his way, so we're going to buy some time. All right. Uh, he'll be in here, and I'll – I'll bring up the Raiders situation. I just thought it was funny that uh,
3: – They lost ground even though they didn't play.
2: Well, well the Raiders lost ground on a bye week. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Detroit and the North gained ground on a bye week. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, it's funny how that works out. It's uh, all about what division you play in, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, you know, this season's so uh, up and down, such a roller coaster. Right. Minnesota 5-0, and taking over the league.
3: Miami <laughs> uh, pretty much playing for number one pick, and next thing you know, they're – what, Five 40? and four. Yeah. So kudos to them. Like I said, I already sent a
2: shout out to Tim and Dustin. Right. Because uh they're hardcore Miami Dolphin fans.
3: Big time dolphin yeah, fans. They're two
2: of the nine Leonard left. left. <laughs> uh but <clears throat> so uh anything that took you away from yesterday other than just like assessing any type of situation, what what impressed you the most from yesterday? Uh
3: I mean, other than Dallas I mean, Dallas was really impressive when uh beating Pittsburgh like that. That was an incredible game. You went over all that already, but uh Let me ask
2: you this. Do you think that do you think Pittsburgh may be a little and I'm not trying to take away from Dallas. Every time Dallas beats somebody, everybody's yeah. trying to pick up <laughs> who they beat. Yeah, right. But, and that's not the case here. Do you think maybe that Pittsburgh's just not as good uh as we all thought they were?
3: I think they're a really good team and I think they'll be in the mix when it comes playoff time. So I think uh They've had an unfortunate uh, season so far just with who they played when they played them and having Roethlisberger go down. Mm -hmm. So I I think they'll get it back on track, man. They'll be right there in the mix. Are you concerned with their defense, though? Uh, Slightly, but, I mean, a team like that, they don't need a whole lot from their defense as long as they can be opportunistic and make some uh, turnovers. And not get face mask penalties. (laughs) Yeah, right. final drives of games. Yeah, I I think their defense – is good enough considering what they have on the other side of the ball, so I wouldn't be overly concerned about that. Mm-hmm. Like I said, that division, nobody's really running away with it.
2: Yeah. So you're, I, you're right there, man. Like, you know, it, you're gonna have to put a bunch of games in a row because a couple two games is huge in the NFL, like mm-hmm. to trail, right? Um, so it, it's more feasible to win your division than it is to make the wild card, right? Uh, being that you're under 500 right now.
3: Yeah, I don't think that division is going to get two teams. Uh, they didn't last year. I think Cincinnati. Yeah, they did. Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. They yeah. did get two last year, yeah. But, yeah, anyways, uh, I think uh, Pittsburgh is a very good team, but Dallas is just better, man. You know, they made yeah. the
2: plays and, and they won a the game. That O-line. But, I mean, we talked about this morning. At some point, you have to apply the heat on Mike. Like, you called for Mike McCarthy. We're going to talk about the Packers in a little bit, so we mm-hmm. won't talk about that. Um, but – you said Thomas should feel completely safe. I would.
3: Yeah, if I were him, I'd, I'd feel safe. I mean, as safe as you can be uh, in, in a volatile uh, position like that, you know. All coaches are, you know, a couple of bad seasons away from probably being let go. I mean, other than Belichick, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think he's the second safest coach in the NFL. Because of the
2: Billichick. franchise, though. If he were anywhere else doing this. Like a less stable franchise. Cause, I mean, he's constantly, he's not going 13 and 3 every year. And every year he's a favorite. Right. Uh, so, rather he's competing for a wild card or, uh, in the defense, I mean, he fires Dick LeBeau a couple years ago. Right. Um, and I don't have a problem with that. Like, if I'm a defensive minded guy, I don't want a guy that was here running the defense before I got here.
3: Yeah, I think I would be in the same boat as
2: uh Tom went on that one. Yeah, so I don't have an issue with that. But if you're going to take over the defense, the defense needs to uh you don't have to necessarily have a a a, a, a drastic improvement. At least some marked improvement. But yeah. Improvement does. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you should at least
3: be able to see something tangible, you
2: know. And their defense doesn't look good, man.
3: No, it doesn't, man. It's not a good defense, but like I said, I think what they have on the other side of, of the ball can make up for it, you know. And Roethlisberger had that game, man. That play, yeah. that fake spike for the touchdown—he had it, man. And the defense just getting those. Uh, well, only one of them got called, but the two face masks in the row, you know. Yeah, they just killed
2: them, man. It killed. Did. Them. Yep. That's, they they continuously shot themselves in the foot. Right. Uh, the game. Now I'm not trying to harp on the negativity of the Pittsburgh Steelers
3: because Dallas was evenly as. Impressive, in victory. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
2: even more so. Yep, I would say really. so. Because Pittsburgh at home, you're like thirty points. That's a victory, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but just going for two so much, man. I to me, I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a conservative person. Right. Like, I'm not i right. uh, I'm not like that. I don't have that mindset. But I, I am not a fan of going for two. Yeah, I said uh, it this morning until the fourth quarter. TV I said this two. on
3: the on, on on the show this morning. Like, I believe early on. You're trying to come out, set the tone. I can see you going for two, just kind of, you know, get the momentum rolling. But to continue to do so when you're not having any success at all, it just didn't seem like the the right way to do things.
2: Yeah. I mean, the first time, okay, you're trying yeah. to be aggressive, going for the, the jugular or whatever.
3: I feel like that's just Roethlisberger having his way, you know, just kind of like this is what I want to do, let's try it out kind of thing, you know. Yeah. So.
2: But they didn't get it. That second time I kicked the extra point for sure. Yeah, definitely. I understand. Like, I would have kicked the first time. Right. And and like, I said this before you got here. I was, and we talked about this this morning. There were a lot of missed extra points and kicks yesterday. That were, that were, were, uh, not even talking about 55 yard kicks. We're talking 42 yard kicks, Mm -hmm. 45 yard kicks, which you kind of, you know, expect to get made by your prime time. Like, Matt Bryant missed some extra point. Right. Who's a very good kicker, you know? Um, so it's no guarantee. Not at all. That they would go in, look, ask New Orleans. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, Turn their season upside down. Sure did. Um, which I don't feel bad about, but. Um, yeah, who cares? Yeah. yeah. They gave you all Super Bowl, man. If you're a Saints <laughs> fan, you're all right. Uh, yeah. That on that, man. I mean, Pittsburgh's got to get together. They got a lot to rectify. Oh,
3: yeah. it had, uh, Immediately. Yeah. Like, you don't have any time to waste.
2: And Dallas needs to end this whole quarterback controversy.
3: I think it's pretty much dead. You know? I hope so, man. And unless dude just, barring injury, unless he just completely uh, shits the bed, there's no way uh, Prescott loses that job. If
2: you're point. Tony Romo and you see what this team is doing, you see what's going on here. You right. see you've been
3: replaced. You have to see that, yeah.
2: <clears throat> you can see it in his face. And man. they come to you and they say, we're going to make you the starter. Mm-hmm. Do you say, cool? Or do you say... I don't think that's best for the team right now.
3: No, I, I accept my uh, role, whatever role my team gives me, if I'm a player anywhere, you know. If they ask me to do this, is what I'm going to do. And if I have a, but, a huge issue with it, that's something I, I uh, address once my contract. Other than
2: up. confidence in yourself, though, if you feel like it's better for the team for the other guy to play. You're not going to be a good quarterback if you had that kind of mindset.
3: If you don't think you can come in and uh, be the best player for the team, then you but probably you, are, are not a good quarterback. But, but
2: you don't think it'll hurt the team, like chemistry? I, I, wise? I think so,
3: but I don't think an NFL quarterback should be thinking that kind of way. I, I like I like the uh, the the uh, the question though. It's a good question, but I don't think Romo would turn down the opportunity to come back in and play play quarterback. Especially the way the team's rolling. You know, yeah. that O hitting, you got a a new weapon and Ezekiel Elliott, you know, uh Romo would step right in given the chance, I think.
0: Yeah, I kinda agree with that. I have to think that he would think that in this situation it'd be it's just a perfect setup for him. Right. He has time in the pocket, he has weapons that, you know, take the attention off on him. Like he he's probably thinking he could play back his and get his job. And how many more chances is he gonna have? You know what I not, mean? I mean, not a lot when you have a young upstart quarterback that people are excited about as much as they are with
3: Dak. Yeah, that and his uh, given age, you can't think he's going to be in this kind of situation well, much more times if at all. Because they're most
2: likely going to trade him. Yeah, I would think so. Or outright release him. Because you can't pay that much money for a quarterback, you know. There's a market Backup for up him quarterback. Too. Yeah. Yeah. there will he, have a job. They need a gap quarterback, Chicago. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, San Francisco, as right. you said, you'd be very interested Oh, in doing super.
3: Uh, what do I sign up What man? would you be willing
2: to give up uh, for Tony Romo at this point?
3: As a Niner fan, I would say nothing more than a second round pick. Maybe uh, another mid round pick or something, but uh, I wouldn't give a first round pick mm-hmm. just because the team's so uh, young and not ready to win yet. Yeah. So I couldn't see myself giving up anything more than a second round pick. Which is a real good pick because we suck. It's a borderline first-round pick, you know, high-end second-round pick. What do you think? I think if it's a playoff team like Minnesota this year, you know, with them trading with the Eagles, giving up a first-round pick for Sam Bradford, Mm -hmm. I I feel like if you find a situation like that, you can definitely get a first-round pick. But uh, my team in particular, I don't see us giving up anything more than a second-round pick.
2: I think that's too much.
3: Do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: because he, you're not going to win. True. Yeah, you're not going to not, win. It's not likely. Yeah, you know, uh I mean, he'll win you extra game. You're not going to compete for a championship. No, definitely not. And he'll probably be better than whatever the second year player you draft. Right. You know, but for a quarterback that, that's proven he can't stay on the field, I, I'm not giving up. Maybe a fourth round pick. If you're a contender. No, not if I'm a contender. Yeah. If I'm a team that's If you're not, a Denver. If I'm. I'm never. Yeah, I give, give up. F- I give it
3: up because I give I, up the first round pick.
2: I would too because I already have my quarterback of the future. Right. Yeah, you're. I set. would do it there, and
3: that would be a good person for Lynch to come up underneath. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: I, I think that would be a. a and good. then if Tony Romo's your starter, you know your backup will get some playing time. True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at some <laughs> point he's going to get to work something. in a
0: little bit. Yeah. That'd be an interesting situation because like we we've seen how long Jerry Jones has let this Tony Romo thing run. Like I, I personally think too long. I would yeah. have, I would have thought he would have been out by now, traded. I mean, but or at I least don't know. If, announce- I don't know if another team likes Tony Romo as much as Jerry Jones
2: does. No, right. I, I like Shannon Sharp calling this morning uh Tony Romo Jones. <laughs> yeah, <his> son-in-law because <laughs> he's family. <laughs> yeah, him. it was pretty funny, but uh, but essentially loyal to a fault. You know what I mean? Jerry uh, Jerry Jones said,
3: his- "Well, Tony Romo's giving him a lot, man." You know, I mean, not that he's won them Super Bowls, but he's worked for them for a long time. You know, he's the face of the franchise for a long time also. So, I mean, I can see where there's some sort of loyalty there. But at what point (laughs) it took this long for him to pretty much say that uh, Dak's a guy. You know what I mean? And a little bit ridiculous. I think they kept expecting him to eventually fail. Yes, and it's just not happening. I you know. know he just keeps on stepping up to the plate. You know. know
2: how mad must you be that you've won eight in a row? <laughs> <You know laughs> yeah, right. Shucks, can't, can't put your old quarterback in there. <laughs> it would upset me. I'd hate to win eight in a row.
3: You know what I mean? I, I remember talks in preseason about is he good enough to be the backup? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> coming into the season, yeah, bringing in bowls, <laughs> bring Yeah, right. When <laughs> Moore went down, it was a big deal. <laughs>
2: right. Um. What, what a what a change from then. You know. Uh, prove himself yeah. yeah man and you know uh, Big little Greg came on here one night one show and he was telling us Prescott's ready yeah Prescott's ready and I was like man maybe next year he could be your you gotta string. take it with a
3: grain of salt when Greg talks about anything Cowboys related
2: <laughs> I give him his kudos
3: man but still I mean uh, this is the same guy that said they were gonna draft three out of the top five draft picks yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, big little Greg. Yeah, little big Greg. All right. We're going to step away from the NFL for a second. Uh-oh. College football. All right. Uh, touching this a little bit tomorrow on the Beast of Sports game on AM 730. It starts at nine o'clock. Jeremy Graves is going to call in and we're uh, going to, we're going to kind of fiddle through the whole, uh, college playoff scenario. Cause I said last week that I thought that Washington would lose and mm-hmm. a whole situation of, Nobody really wants that last playoff spot. Of course, somebody wants it.
3: But yeah, right. people are
2: going to play themselves out after and It seems lost. like a jinx position. Yeah. Yeah. So, cause there's so much right there. Why did you pick this team over this team? Then they lose and it, but two, three and four lost. Right. And now while the college football playoffs haven't come out yet or if they have, I have not seen them. I look for them, um, I think they this afternoon. They'll come out tomorrow. I, I didn't see it anyway. they come out on Tuesdays. Right. Uh, the top 25 dropped and they got, Louisville up there in the top 25. I don't, I don't really care about top 25. I only care about the college football playoff rankings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so U- USC defeated Washington. Michigan lost a close one to Iowa. And Pittsburgh sweeped by Clemson. All right. right. Knocking them all out. Now, I still have Clemson in my top four. Yeah. Uh, Bama, Ohio State, Clemson, and Louisville. Clemson beat Louisville. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't care where it was. I don't care what happened. You beat them. Right. Um, you can't take away from the victory.
3: Do they have a uh, championship game? And what? Did they have another opportunity to meet Louisville and Clemson? No. Okay. Louisville's in the Big East, right? I don't think there's a Big East anymore, man. They're all they're in the ACC together. Oh, are they? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Louisville's <laughs> in the ACC. I believe so, man. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I didn't know that. Well, I mean, that's what they made Google for. So yeah,
2: I'll be on that while
3: you keep on talking.
2: Yeah. Well, I remember being in conference USA all them years. Oh my gosh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Playing a show, dude. Yeah, it's all right. Man. It happens. We, we, we've all Boasting three done ratings. it. We've all three done it at least once now. Uh, but uh, Ohio State's been rolling. I know they lost. They lost to Iowa as well. I think. So I was not. The, if I'm not mistaken, Michigan and Ohio State. Uh, I might be wrong on that. But I don't know, but I know Ohio State's lost a game, and Ohio State been rolling ever since. And like sixty-one to three over Maryland, uh, which Maryland's nothing. But still, man, you're 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 off and you're rolling. Uh, Michigan, I never was a big fan of this. They lost their quarterback for the year, so they are in the ACC. Yeah. I want look up and see if they're in the same division. All right. Because uh, if they could play a game again in a championship game, that'd be.
3: Yeah, that's what I was. That's my whole intrigue and, uh, about
2: all that. That would be. Uh, but uh, but right now, as it stand, I'd have Alabama, I have Ohio State. Of course, nobody's messing with Alabama right right uh and then once you get past them like michigan has a loss everybody else got two losses
3: they are in the same division they are so they yeah. won't
2: play again then yeah it's Who's uh it?
3: virginia tech north carolina miami on the other side with pittsburgh hmm. but it looks like north carolina virginia tech have a, a one game lead on the other two teams gotcha
2: so ohio state would be my number two team clemson three louisville four right um Everybody wants to see Louisville play because of the quarterback. Jackson Jackson, man. So if you can get them in, you kind of want to get them in.
3: It doesn't seem like Clemson's got that same something they had last year. I know they lost quite a bit in the draft, but they seem to be fairly well stocked.
2: Well, it just seems like they're just waiting to get there again. Last year, it was the drive to get there. Right. And everybody's like, oh, now it's there. All right, get there again. All right. And then we'll check you out when you get there, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I think it's hard
3: to have any kind of conviction about any of these teams like 2 through 10 or whatever. You know, it's a, it seems to be quite a few, quite a big mess right there. A lot a lot of stuff is, is has to happen still, you know. Mhm. Uh, I'm really intrigued to see what uh Jeremy has to say about it tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. it should be interesting. I know I he's think ready so. to dive
2: on in so Right. Um uh, but that'll be tomorrow, but tonight, man, it you've never seen that before. 2 3 and 4 lose. No, you know, not, that's, not that I can remember. Um, let me ask you this. All right. What are the chances Harbaugh leaves Michigan? Uh, and I, I'm proposing the Colts. Huh. He played there. Right. Uh, went to the AFC Championship game there. Luck is there. Andrew Luck that's is there. Guy. That's the key. You yeah. get you start somewhere with a franchise quarterback. I'd like to see it. If uh, you're Harbaugh, do you consider – Now, Big Little Greg, he is hell-bent on he has no chance he leaves Michigan.
3: Yeah. <sighs> Greg is a college football loyalist, mm-hmm. you know. So he's he thinks everyone has the same heart that he does about yeah. whatever team they're with. I could see Harbaugh having another run in the NFL, you
2: know. It, it would just feel incomplete. Like right. you want that championship. Like you can always go back to college. You
3: can tell it grinds his gears. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he, it's still something a bad taste in the mouth. You know. So he, yeah, it still has something to prove. I think.
2: Don't forget Frank Gore's there too.
3: Yeah. Right. <laughs> 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 one more. One more feather. Go bring in Vernon Davis. I love Harbaugh, though. I, he's a great a coach. Fan. Yeah. Uh, I just love like he's always like pushing the boundaries. Yeah. Like he's trying to make something happen, you know, yeah. trying to get a little edge here or there, you know, without cheating per se.
2: He's a good guy to run your franchise. Though, uh, I, I would agree. Uh, now, towards the end if of his little could stint. If I turn back to Tom. <laughs> at the end of his stint, you know, uh, you and I had discussed about he kind of ran thin on the players maybe. He was a little yeah. too militant or whatever, too tough, restricted. Apparently,
3: I don't... though, the major – I know I've said this a thousand times. The major issue was between Harbaugh and the owner. Okay. Like he didn't have a whole lot of player issues. It was mostly owner. And a lot of people tried to say it was a GM-Harbaugh mm-hmm. issue. But it was more owner and Harbaugh. But
2: was it the owner not wanting to give him the control that he wanted? or
3: I think the owner likes to put his hands on things a little bit more than he should. And Harbaugh doesn't want to deal with that. So he made a comment how uh, the locker room was only for men or something like that. And yeah, mm-hmm. it just went downhill from there. I down. mean, if then he has the, trouble- the owner started tweeting about us getting our ass with Seattle. How
2: well would he coexist
3: with Jim Irsay? I don't know, man. I, I, Irsay seems like. More of a uh, – Mark
2: Cuban type of guy.
3: Yeah, like he would stay out of the way. Like he wants the limelight, I think.
2: Yeah. He wants the. Uh, but he don't want to meddle. I don't think he wants to meddle, man. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. But I think that's a that's a perfect scenario. It really if is, Because you're, you're going to come to the NFL, and especially being an offensive guy, right? Right. Uh, a team with a franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. A, young, a younger franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm it's hard pressed to pass up an opportunity like that i man. couldn't envision a scenario And somewhere that you more. played
3: right uh i mean man. and you know like even when he came into the league for us he had uh visions of you know a passing offense and all these other things that never really came to fruition because of the the uh way our team was built he had to uh, you know acquiesce to the to the uh, roster that we had. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's always wanted to, I think, pass the ball more and spread it around. He just didn't have that kind of team. So, I could see him going there just for that opportunity. Like, you know, if there is the opportunity,
2: like I said, the one with the franchise quarterbacks, the one to take. Yeah. It's that's re- a good call, man. It's rare to have one yeah. in the NFL. Did you
3: steal that? Did you hear somebody else say that? or Say what? About the hardball thing.
2: Uh-uh. Okay. Yeah, that's a great. I've said it. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I haven't heard anyone talk about Harbaugh really, like what, moving right now. Yeah, yeah, because he's so got paid. Michigan's his alma not alma mater. Well, alma mater, alma mater. Yeah, I can't yeah. get it out. Just uh, you a little bit of this juice, man. You know, I don't want no juice. <laughs> I, I got I got water, but high quality H two O. But if you got a chance to win in the NFL, right? You know, because you're not going to win in college this year, right? If you're Jim Harbaugh, um, and it it sucked to bounce around like that after just a couple seasons. Hmm. Um. Is Hank? I think Hank's here. Is he? I don't know. Dude, dude's
3: not downstairs anymore.
2: But uh, Harbaugh, I mean, I just thought, man, this is a perfect situation. He had, it really is perfect because he had him in college, right? Right. Right. You played there. He played with the Colts. Mm-hmm. To me, it's like a perfect scenario.
3: Perfect marriage. Yeah. Uh, I would think. I don't envision him leaving Michigan this soon. You know, it's still too new. I think maybe in a couple of years. But if he were to leave, I, this would be a pretty enticing yeah, situation. I but yeah. I mean, I'm but told- it has kind of a, a semblance to Miami mm-hmm. and uh, Saban. You know, Saban came in, kind of put his hands on things, and then left. That's kind of how this – and I know it's a re- reverse thing. College and NFL, it's reversed. But for for him to just go to Michigan like that, just kind of mix it up for a little bit and then leave, I think it's a
2: – But it never felt like Harbaugh wanted to leave the NFL.
3: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. He just wanted more control, I think. You know,
2: got to give it up to him. Yeah, he's proving it, man. You know, it's an important part. Head coach, quarterback. What's up, bud? Hank. What's, going on? What's up, man?
1: All right, <laughs> <laughs> With on, man. What's going on, man? I'm hey, CJ man. Hey Hank Russell man, how y'all doing today? What's up? Uh, nice to meet What's you up, man? man. Nothing much. Little, little bit of technical difficulties there. Hey, it happens man.
2: Yeah man. I tried to buy some time for you. Let me ask you this man. This is what we're talking about right now.
1: Hey, I was listening
2: to a little bit of it. What you got? Uh, we're talking about Jim Harbaugh, and I brought up him. Uh, bolting from Michigan to the Colts. How feasible is that to you? Considering this is the prime situation, a uh, franchise quarterback, franchise you played for, and an owner that wants to win. I mean... Not that I'm trying to sell you. No, no no,
1: no, no, no. It's just it's, its one of those... I don't know. It's one of them difficult situations where... I mean, what, what's going to be better for you for next year? I mean, you're talking like... You know, in the middle... You're discussing in the middle of a situation right now that you're not even 100% sure what you're going to be in. I, I don't know how to explain it. I mean, it's... I it hasn't really developed as much. I'm trying to think how to explain. I'm trying to catch my breath here. I,
3: yeah. I mean, those stairs are a beast, man. <laughs> they are, I just yeah. came up them too, man. Uh, they need a little like a holding room no, to let you not, catch your breath.
1: You know, <laughs> not all of us not all of a certain shape like you yeah. here. Oh so, no, right, man. No, no. I'm trying to think how to explain it. I mean, it's.
3: I can see what you're saying too. Are you trying to say like uh, he shouldn't be who, focused who, on it right now? Yeah, right. Who's right, the saying right, they right, won the right. national championship? Or, right, exactly. Or, yeah. There you go.
1: There you go. That's all. That's all that matters because you're talking. I mean. You know, franchise quarterbacks can leave leave at any moment. I mean, even during, like, you're talking, like, I mean, cats who have left in the past, like, you know, even during before bowl games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just you've got to focus on what keeps you in it right now and then worry about the situation later. I agree. But
2: I just think the – and uh, what's his face? Andrew Luck is your guy. You had him in college. Right, absolutely. This is a franchise you played for. Absolutely. And this would be an owner that would be willing. To, now, if I'm Harbaugh, I'm not leaving without full control. Yeah. No. Like I'm not coming in just to coach. I he, think he's
3: proven enough and in his first stint
2: that he deserves control. He he does and yeah. he can be successful with it. And I'm going to say this, uh and then we'll move on to something else. I just if there's an opportunity, it's rare to get to start off with a franchise quarterback who's elite, elite level talent and um, a franchise with this much familiarity. Uh I just think if there's an opportunity, like you said maybe give him 2-3 years, uh, I don't think you'll have this opportunity in two or three years. Right. I mean.
1: Not, I mean, you got to remember, too, in, in, on college level, too. I mean, quarterbacks are, like, you know, are, are not exactly, like, you know, you you don't find elite quarterbacks. You find real, you really find, like, you know, mediocre to better quarterbacks. I mean, very rarely do you find, like, a Cam Newton or an Andrew Luck these days. I mean, even, like, somebody like Chad Kelly, not an elite quarterback. And I don't see him, I don't see him panning out in the NFL like like other quarterbacks like Cam Newton or Andrew Luck. And. Luck does not obviously doesn't have a a squad behind him right now, but, but I could. But you know, you don't see it. I mean, who's think name one elite quarterback that you think that's going to be like that's going to be the next? I'm trying to think like the next Cam Newton. I, I can't name one right now. And yeah. they're just no, so hard. Not.
2: and they seem to come from smaller situations, hmm. as opposed like look at the teams that are winning uh, national championships. Alabama never had an elite quarterback no no, no. uh
3: auburn had one right cam yeah. cam Newton.
1: yeah yeah well i mean what was his brief
3: name? though right like a, a year or so like you, two years
1: you can't even i can't remember that cat's name that won the uh won the national championship with him when they beat uh uh the you know the fighting irish a couple of years ago i can't remember his name you know he wasn't an elite quarterback
2: right uh toasty asked me he said uh because we talked with, right before you got here we talked about uh, the college playoff football scenario. He says, "How does Washington fall out of the top six when they're the only team to lose to a ranked team?" And I think that of all the top six teams, I think that Washington. Uh, I hope this answers your question for you. Washington was the worst team of those. Like,
1: <laughs> yes, we've all four done it now. I literally just did oh, that, oh, oh, like all Yeah, I know. We're trying to. I know. We're. I'm trying to get you guys. I'm trying to get my people with your yeah, people share, and your people. There yeah. you go. Uh,
2: but I think Washington would have been the sixth team if you picked out of the six anyway. Right. And nobody, they, they got in cause A&M lost. Hmm. Right? And cause they Ohio State has hand. a loss. Yeah, they didn't really. So adjust. now you have a loss, you kind of come back and you, you fall behind Ohio State, you fall yeah. behind Clemson, you fall behind Louisville. So I just think they weren't a top six team anyway. Right. You know what I mean? Like they didn't want to put them there, but they're the best team in the Pac 12. Uh, so after all these losses, Hank,
3: who do you see in the top four right now?
1: Oh gosh, you can't you, you can't ask me that in college. Yeah, It's oh. impossible right now. Well, well, the thing about it is, is that you know I've been so accustomed to over the past like five or six years, it's always the same. It's always Bama, Florida, you know, uh, uh, Auburn, and 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 Clemson, or you know maybe Florida State, maybe Florida or, State, or, yeah. or every once in a while the Buckeyes will get in there, and and uh, Wisconsin, you know, you LSU, like, or, yeah, there's r- some. Right, I just you, you can't you can't ask me that at this point in time because. The thing about it is, too, with the one thing I hate about college football is that the politics bring so much BS into it. You, you got, you know, I mean, think about it. When when uh, University of Memphis, how many games did we lose? I mean, how many games were we uh, were we winning last year, and and they still didn't even put us in that conversation. And we would beaten old Miss last year. Yeah. Right. Unfortunately, that's the, that's the hatred of that, or my small hatred of college uh, football on the politics side is that it's always going to overrule and. Mm-hmm. and
2: here, here's what I do like about it now. I'm listening. Uh, you don't have to be. They their playoff system is set up now to where you don't have to have the best record. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it affects you. Michigan losing their starting quarterback. Yeah, that probably eliminates them from consideration because they take that into thought. You know what I mean? They take into thought how you looked against in primetime situations.
1: If if they would do it fairly, it opens up interesting possibilities. It would be a very unpredictable. Obviously, Alabama would be the one that's most predicted, but. As far as the other three, it, it makes it it makes it an interesting possibility if they would just leave the politics behind it. It really does. They're not going to. There's too much money involved. Yeah, exactly. That's what that's what I'm saying. I mean, there's I'm,
2: so many
3: moving parts too. Like it's hard to get everyone in and everyone happy. There's so many teams and so many different scenarios and situations. Mm-hmm. It's almost an impossible situation.
2: I'm like it better when they go to eight.
3: Yeah, I think they need at least eight. I'm ha- real happy about the four. I mean, I'm not complaining per se, but. Uh, I do believe they should go to 8
1: I think 8 would I think 8 would definitely be more marketable as, Right. Way too and college football is even more marketable right now than NFL as a well, actually, not after this weekend, it wasn't, but. This right. weekend was amazing. Yeah, man, if you if you don't like this weekend of football in general, you need to get the hell out yeah. of my face. Yeah, so, I don't want to hear any complaints. Question of your for fandom for sure. I swear. Right. Uh, almost send a
2: shout out to my sponsor, uh, 31 South Florence, Side Street Grill. Come on down Monday through Friday, four to seven is happy hour, nice strong drinks, attractive staff. Uh, Tuesday's the pasta special 49, Wednesday's the state special 49, Sunday's the best brunch in Midtown, 11 to three, uh, behind the big ass parking garage in Overton Square, Side Street Grill uh come on check that out on sunday they also have the red bar going so you can come over there hang out have drinks and watch the nfl tickets cigars smoke cigars right Right, Uh, right up my alley you can go (laughs) and get 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 your vapor on too you know and watch the games yeah Yeah, whatever i don't know i've never vaped uh but anyways so i'm gonna bring this up shift gears and we'll come back and finish this bad boy with the nfl right right. Sounds good Uh, sounds good russell westbrook is the eighth guy to hit 40 triple doubles. Russell Westbrook, the second best player in the league. The guy, best guy is not LeBron James. Uh, I know nobody agrees with me. I don't care. No, no, no. I agree with you 100%. Uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. But the eighth guy in NBA history with 40 triple doubles. Mm. Okay? Can you gentlemen, by any chance, and we're not going to say anything, we don't have to spend no time on it, do you think you can name the seven guys that are ahead of him? I know Magic Johnson's up there. Yes, he's one. He's number two with one hundred and thirty-eight
1: that have done that have done what you just said. Okay, uh, that are ahead of him. That uh, a lot, uh, man. Let's see, Magic uh, Oscar
3: Robertson. He averaged one. So. Yeah, one hundred
2: and twenty-one. Yeah. Excuse me, one hundred seventy-one.
1: I was gonna say Oscar. Um, mm, I, I'm gonna have to say for his sheer, maybe maybe because of his sheer hustle, I'm gonna say Larry Bird, fifty-nine.
2: Mm. He's fifth. Oh man. Maybe Dominique.
3: Nope, no, he didn't quick. pass the ball m- enough to. No, yeah. he, he didn't. He, he, he had nobody to dish to man. <laughs> Throw lobs uh, to Spud Webb. Are uh, these all old school guys or? Uh, is
2: LeBron James up there? Yes.
3: Okay.
1: Okay. What, what I got? I got an interesting one. What about Hakeem Olajuwon?
2: Not up there, mm. even though the quadruple double machine. Yeah, exactly. Hakeem Olajuwon.
1: I know that. Jason know. Kidd.
2: Yes, one hundred and seven. He's third. Oh, all right. Left is one guy you're not going to name. All right. Okay. Uh, he's the only guy on this list not in the Hall of Fame, and the other guy is known for sleeping with women.
1: Uh, what? Is okay, uh, uh, Will Chamberlain.
2: Yes, seventy-eight tri- uh, triple doubles.
1: If I, if you hadn't said that, I was going to say Steve Nash. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the other guy? We won't name. Fat Lever. Okay.
2: Fort, Forty-three. I
3: can dig the name.
2: I know that. Yeah. But uh, I was going to say Derek Derek my wife told me that. Derek Fisher? He's known for sleeping with
1: girls. (laughs) (laughs) Derek Fisher would have actually been a pretty good guess.
2: But, so Westbrook gets into some nice company. Definitely. He really does. uh, A lot of ways to go for Russell Westbrook. Uh, Right now, man, I just...
3: For him to take the next step, though, he needs to win a meaningful playoff series. Mm -hmm. You know, Until he does that alone, no one's going to ever give him credit.
1: I'll say this. Or he won't
3: change anyone's minds who is already thinking that kind of way.
1: Can we all agree? Well, you don't have to agree with this, but if if they were to give the MVP award today after nine games, would Russell Westbrook be getting it? I say absolutely.
3: Uh, I don't see how you could give it to anyone else. I mean, the only other contender would be James Harden, maybe. Just numbers was, but I wouldn't give it to him either. I mean, yeah.
1: they 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 would they would consider Curry in the conversation, but they'd be incorrect, you know. But I've seen worse. I thought Harden should have got it the first year that I, or Curry got it. They, Curry got it. Yeah, yeah,
2: they were all deserving.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They really were. They that were.
3: was a tough race. The first year Curry won it. Yeah, because
1: yeah, it was only what two seasons ago, right. It yeah. seems like ages, man. It, it really does. what was
3: like, like uh, three hundred Golden State victories ago. <laughs> uh,
1: Harden's biggest problem. The biggest problem with Harden is, is that you know they're not going to consider him because of the the fact that his uh, uh, his one dimensional style. I mean, you know, you yeah. got you know, he's. I mean, he gets rebounds and stuff like that, but he plays almost zero defense. He's
3: a flopper, man.
1: Yeah, he's a flopper, and then he like he. uh, There are video footages of him like in the the second game of this season where he literally just stepped out the way when a guy tries to drive the
3: O. L. A. defense. Yeah,
2: he's known for it. Well, you can't waste your energy not scoring, you know. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) You got to save that energy to turn the ball over when it matters most. Oh, oh, man, sorry, I speak. But if uh,
3: it's very similar to Steve Nash. The numbers-wise, Nash never played defense, and that guy won back-to-back MVPs. Yeah,
1: over Shaq, for goodness sake. Yeah, right. That's crazy. And Kobe. Well, a lot of the – yeah, and Kobe. I forgot about that. But see, what what benefited Nash, because you got to remember Nash was in his early 30s when he won those MVPs, was that the rules had changed to to benefit him more. Because, you know, how many guys do you know that were going to win the MVP in their early 30s? Not very many. Early 30s are still your prime, but they're not your MVP years. You know, by the time – because – when you get to your early 30s, you got to focus more on t- on team more than individual play.
2: Let me ask you guys this: Who's the best all-around player you ever saw in your life?
1: As far as basketball, yeah, uh, all around.
2: Jesus, just- it's hard not to say okay. LeBron, man. We'll we'll get into this, okay? And it's about LeBron. <clears throat> Colin Cowherd, my favorite broadcaster. Yes. Right? <laughs> Excuse me. Brought up that LeBron's the most complete player he ever saw, including Michael Jordan. See.
1: Mm. I I disagree with that. I think that his his uh, three point shot is a little bit subpar compared to even like Kobe Bryant. You know? It is,
2: but th- listen to the point, okay? And I'm I'm if I'm gonna have to agree, then I'm playing devil's advocate. Yes. Okay. Uh, he said that he was a better passer than Mike. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Scoring was more effortless for LeBron James, mm. and he can play center. He can play more position you know? defense. And he said uh, he's a better defender and scorer than Magic Johnson. Mm. And he's a better ball handler than Jordan. Uh, now, Chris Broussard, before you, I know you're ready to go in. I can no, tell you're no. all excited. <laughs> Chris Broussard now works for, works for Fox Sports. So he came on, he said, uh, Michael Jordan, I didn't know this was before my time. He said back in 1987, 88, somewhere around there when Doug Collins was the head coach. He so he's said, a
3: couple years into his career. Yeah. Second and third season. Yeah. Four years in. Okay. Right.
2: The year after he broke his leg, ankle, I think. Yeah. Uh, but so he, Doug Collins played him at point guard. hmm. And Broussard said he averaged 35, uh, 8 and 8. You know what I mean? And nobody remembers that because it only happened one year, or it only happened. He averaged that for the year, but they only tried the point guard thing out for a couple months, I think. Uh, so I think, but to the point, he was like, "Jordan's going to get all he can get." You know right. what I mean? When when LeBron James scores thirty, you feel like he could have scored forty if he tried harder. <laughs> you know
3: what I mean? Yeah, I think a lot of that goes into two is he's so passive, so it makes it he doesn't get as much. Uh, I I can't say as much credit because the guy gets a ton of credit, but I think it's almost like a a demerit to
2: his game. Yeah, I think LeBron gets overlooked for being a great scorer. Michael Jordan's still the best player I ever saw.
1: He was
3: the best offensive player and best defensive player at one point. Michael Jordan was He was He was the second best defensive player on his team.
1: Uh-huh. Maybe next to Pippen, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, next to Pippen. I think Pippen Pippin
3: was, a- was the first guy I thought about when you said all around. Best yeah. all around player I saw. Well, so.
1: the the one thing that you'll notice about Jordan is that you see a lot of these guys like LeBron and Kobe take fadeaway jumpers and Jordan did them, but he didn't he you know why he you know why he never took them as many times? Cuz he never got put in those precarious situations as much as Kobe or LeBron did. So I think that's how good Jordan was. He never like, the only time that he ever really got in, like, some serious trouble where he had to get out of that situation was during, like, the late 80s. And, you know, I mean, I'm not saying it never happened again, but, of course, but where it happened consistently was during the Detroit Pistons era, uh, when the Detroit Pistons were dominating in the late 80s. And they had that, what what do they call it, the Jordan rule or whatever? And that forced him to take a lot of awkward shots that he he made, but at the same time just... Couldn't capitalize on as far as championship.
3: Goes. I'd like to see uh, LeBron James play a playoffs series versus the '96 Knicks or whatever. You know what I mean? Just getting pounded the whole time. You know?
1: Yeah, I I could see that. I mean, th- that that is the one thing that you got to remember about errors too. I mean, you, you know, when you're.
3: Jordan played a tougher era. Right, I mean, yeah.
1: there's some toughness to the this era too. That's just not. It, it's it's more it's more uh, fast, like space and pace type of thing. So, like the, who flopped? Who flopped back, back of,
3: in the nineties? It didn't happen. A it lot. didn't
1: happen in the nineties. I mean, Bill ambier was known for it in the late eighties, but you know, yeah, I know that I know Quentin's a Detroit Pistons fan, so I don't want to get too. I got my it.
2: I got my piston shorts on right now, man.
1: Piston yes. panties on or yep. no? Not special always. enough always <laughs> uh, who did flop in the nineties that that 's a but that doesn 't even really matter I mean maybe. I don't know. I'm just
3: saying, as far as the league being tougher, or, you yeah. know, yeah. I don't think it's a tough one. That flopping
2: stuff didn't really just start happening until the Europeans came over here. I uh, swear, and, mono, and mono, Ginobili yes. changed the game for flopping. And But James Harden is going to surpass him as the greatest <laughs> flopper. Him and Blake Griffin, I think, <laughs> Very have, have a great future in being a flopper. I, I
1: think you've got to be a Miami Heat to learn how to flop because I remember the year that they, won, they lost the championship to the Spurs, man. I mean, even Dwayne Wade and Bosch were flopping really bad, and neither one of them have that character. Dwayne Wade
2: flops like crazy. He
1: does. When I saw Bosch do it, I was shocked. Yeah,
2: I was too, man. It's so like it became their mentality. Yeah. All right, we're going to switch it from the NBA. We're going to come back to the NFL. All right. All right, uh, your Oakland Raiders fell into second place in the division. Yeah. Because y'all were off.
1: Exactly. Uh, I'm assuming the Chiefs took it this – it was it the Chiefs or the Broncos got it? Chiefs. I figured it was. Yeah.
2: Uh, but, uh, it's crazy that, uh, there's a division in each conference that has three teams representing the playoffs right now. Mm-hmm. The yeah. word has started. That is crazy. That is crazy, man. Um, as you know, Denver blocking an extra point, returning it for two, dude stepped out of bounds. You couldn't tell on the cover because he wore the white shoes. Yeah. Right. And I'm talking about, can you imagine you, you, you scored a touchdown and tied up, you're kicking an extra point, you're thinking victory is in our hands. Yes. Then you're going to have to kick it off and play defense. But no blocked, other way, two-point conversion, which I love this rule, by the way, and boom, they take the two-point lead, and now you still have to kick off. Normally when you get blocked or something, you at least get the ball back. Yeah, you know? right. Exactly. Man, you got to onside kick it. At your, man, what just a bipolar situation. Right. Um But uh, huge game for the Broncos because everybody's trying, including myself, trying to write them off. Gigantic. At some point, they got to quit being good enough to win games. Right. And they're continuing to, to win. Uh, but it turns the Saints upside down. Four and five is huge, uh, especially when everything's so jumbled together.
1: But, th- go ahead. No, I was just going to say offense sell, uh, sells tickets. Defense wins games, apparently. So. It does,
2: man. Uh, We talked about Dallas-Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Carolina. Uh, Seattle-New England last night. Another good football game. Very good. Uh, Very good. Loved it. Patriots defense, man. You got to – you got some questions about where they stand as far as defensively. That's two home games they've lost this year. Uh, this is the only game they've lost to a team that was better than them, yes. or at least as good as them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so The Buffalo loss you don't think nothing about. They're still going to win this division, right? Oh, yeah. But if you're New England, you kind of got some things you can work on to get your team together, right? Because your defense is lacking. Uh, you want to get your running game more, a little more consistently because uh, – who would have thought that Blunt wouldn't have got in from the one-yard line last night? Right. Nobody. You know what I mean? Not a soul. He's or a even uh, just let Brady have a,
1: a quarterback sneak Yeah, in. at least one. That would have been my plan to do it. You know, always yeah. always expect the unexpected type situation. On fourth
3: down, though, you got to throw to – to Gronk, you got to throw to Gronk, right? If it's man on man, probably so.
1: It's funny; everybody knows it's coming, but he manages to get away with it anyway. I mean, that's his only weapon most of the time. But I mean, he, he's he's utilizing more this year. Do,
2: do either of you gentlemen think it was pass interference on the last play of the game?
1: I'll let you go. I
3: don't think you can call it, man. I, I, re- I it wasn't enough there to call it. Uh, did he pull him down, or did Gronk push him? It was fifty. Because it looked like Gronk you know? initiated the contact. On yeah, it? The, I know you get jammed. You have a, a, a five yard area that you could be jammed. So I think he was, you know, bracing for that. But did he push him down or did do
1: pull him down? You I think it mean? was it's both.
3: To me, it's hard to give it to one person or the other. So I, I don't think you throw the flag. I think
1: I think a lot of ca- I, you can't like, reward the
3: Patriots either if you're the league. I, you know I, what I mean? So
1: I agree with I agree with uh, CJ on this one, and I think that. I think that one thing about it is that a lot of these guys, especially like uh, cornerbacks and stuff like that, they know how to get charges against uh, in their favors and stuff like that. Like if they use their own body weight against them, like if I, if I, if you're coming at if you're coming at me, and and I I'm not going to come at you so much to speak. I'm going to pull you in my direction so that it looks like that you're pulling me down as well. Right. So I mean, it could have gone either way, and. I know that's a little bit over the, over the top with what I think about it, but it's just. I agree. But, but I, but I think that you just can't, you, you can't call that you one. You can't decide no. the game.
2: No. When it's, it's, it's not a must call because right. you could have maybe called it either way, but mm. either way, that's, that's when you know you just let it go.
1: That's coin flip, man. You know what so. I mean? You
2: definitely can't give, uh, New England a half a yard closer. Right. That's,
1: that's why you need more NFL players as referees like we were talking about yeah,
2: last yeah. week. I, that's what I'm a proponent for. For sure. But I don't think it was pass interference. Yeah. And I think the better team won. Hmm.
1: I, I would, Oh, the better team absolutely won that. I mean, it was coming anyway. I mean, they just – they wanted it more. Some I mean, they didn't have the better squad in my opinion. I just think they – I mean, sometimes it's just the will over the will to win.
2: Doesn't does, Is it me or does Russell Wilson like he healed up without even taking time <laughs> off? Uh,
3: I'm telling you. <laughs> it's that time of year. Just like last season, man, uh same sort of scenario. Uh, right about this time of year, that offensive line started gelling, and they went on a tear to end the season last year.
1: I think he's he might be doing the uh, Tom Brady diet right now. Have you ever heard his diet? Mm-hmm. Everything is organic, including the cows or, or the steaks or whatever. And then to spice his food up, he uses pink uh, – Pink Himalayan salt instead oh, of regular wow. salt. I've, I've I went to Whole Foods one time and I looked it up. Pink Himalayan salt. Sure enough, there it is. So I know
3: there's pink salt. Uh, we're chefs. I don't know if you if you do that or not, but uh, uh use pink salt a lot for curing and, and making sausage and stuff. But I couldn't imagine. It's very very. It's like really the the. Uh, the sodium levels were super high in and, and the pink salt, so I couldn't imagine using that, you know.
1: I knew I wasn't crazy. I, I knew there was a couple of eyebrows being re- raised when I said pink Himalayan salt. <laughs> but that's the type of diet that they the, these guys are getting on nowadays. That's why Brady's probably going to play till he's 45 years old.
3: I know Collinsworth was making a big, huge deal about the way he stretches, and I don't know. Collinsworth ripped me the wrong way. I'm not a big fan.
1: Yeah, um, it, it seems like it, it seems like nowadays these guys are getting smarter too, man. Like, you know, I mean – they're not as gritty as the old cats. God forbid you hit a guy outside the pocket. <laughs> or hit
3: him below the. Uh,
1: Unless, the you're Unless you're yeah.
2: Cam. Unless you're Cam.
1: Cam yeah.
3: does take a good bit more of abuse. It's this your O'Neal thing. You yeah, know, the Shaq uh, attack. Yeah. Or, uh, shack hack well, he's or just so
2: big that he doesn't. I don't think that's it. I, I, I think
3: you get less calls when you're
2: physically uh, superior to your. I feel like Rossberg's calls is fine. I, th- uh, I think so. I, I'm not saying that doesn't play a role at all. Mm -hmm. But I I don't – I think the league just has it out for him. Well,
1: we tend to forget Mm -hmm. one thing. You know, Ben – I mean, uh, Ben Roethlisberger is only 10 pounds lighter than Cam Newton too. You know, Cam's 255, 6'5", and Ben's about the same height and only 10 pounds lighter. So it's – Cam's just got that uh, Adonis physique going on for him and he's not nearly as ugly. (laughs)
3: Slightly more athletic.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Just a little bit. Just a little bit.
2: Just a little bit. All right, last NFL game we're going to bring up. There was a game in Philly, right? Oh, I couldn't Gee believe you brought
3: this one up of all games. Uh,
2: man, I was on pins and needles. Uh, I have a lot of respect for Atlanta and their offense. Uh, the defense that the Eagles showed yesterday, the game planning itself shows me to be optimistic for the coaching. Right. Uh, the six linemen thing constantly just smash it, smash it, smash mm-hmm. it. And, uh, but the defense was so impressive, man, because you had the quarterback that was probably playing the best this year in Matt Ryan. Yeah. Um, statistically he's number one in fantasy. Thank you. and uh, <laughs> But he also has Julio Jones, uh, who crossed 1,000 yards already. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, that was I, – I I was like, this is going to be a shootout. Most people were. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was opposite of that. It was a very good game. Atlanta had one big play. That's how they scored their touchdown. And that guy was wide open. He was wide No open. one very was around.
1: Much, very much so. Yeah.
2: Uh, which, but for rest of the game, the Eagles defense was on point. And that defense at home is so much better then, and it's still good on the road. Yeah. But it, yeah. man, Eagles are a very good team at home. And, right. And, and, and what I liked most about the game, other than winning it, was seeing the crowd, uh, electrify a team. Hmm. Like that crowd got behind them every play. Oh yeah. And the sarcastic when they finally called a penalty on them, Atlanta <laughs> <Right>. And <laughs> cheer. Cause I mean, they were getting away with some stuff, man. Uh-oh. And I was literally, I was, I was moments away from punching my fucking wall. Sorry. I'll see. Punching my wall. Oh. Uh, I'm with you. I'm not uh, on that. Especially on the, the, the hit to the helmet of Jordan Matthews. Language.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> Put a disclaimer Earmuffs. on this. <laughs> I'm it's, sorry. it's a podcast. It's cool.
2: Ask it, me it, if I give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's my first, it's my first curse word in months since the <laughs> last time I cursed anyway. So anyway, so, uh, but the, the, the hit to the helmet of Jordan Matthews over the middle, I was, I was pretty irate, man. His was, lip was busted. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty blatant. That's yeah. his, I, as much to the hits of the head as you can get, man. Yeah, and I was I was pretty mad, man, and uh, I walked it off. You know, stretched it off. Uh, Eagles win. Yes, huge game. Not to fall under five hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and huge loss for Atlanta, but they're still front runners in their division.
3: Yeah, that division's not very. Uh... Much of a threat to but, Atlanta right now.
1: They were number one. I mean, they were projected to go to the Super Bowl in the conference at this point in time, but I don't see they it. They were either. my pick
3: going into this past week. They've so lost a few games in a row, though, right? Has it been two in a row? Uh, two or three, if not.
1: But, I mean, they got four losses. Yeah. I, I want to say it is because I, I want to say it was somebody in my division. No, they that...
2: won two in a row because they won Tampa Bay on Thursday night. They, they had won two oh, in a row and the right. Eagles had lost two in a row. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Uh, but they lost a couple weeks to Seattle. Yeah, that was their last loss, I
1: think. I was very impressed with the Eagles' defense. I mean, the Eagles. I mean, they're rebuilding an offense right now because y'all don't really have the receivers that you need at this point. In time. No, we got a,
2: we got some good three receivers, number three receivers. <laughs> <laughs> we we can get that number one and number two figured out. So we out. got six number three receivers. Yeah, I think we're golden. Uh, I'm gonna hit you with my power rankings. So we're gonna make some picks. How about that? All right, we get to all criticize right. all these, right? Uh, Go slow now. All right. Uh, I'm going to start off with my bottom five in the league. All right. All right. I'm going to go with the Jets. It's my fifth worst team in the league. Okay. All right. Jacksonville is my fourth worst team in the league. Mm. Uh, Chicago is tied for San Francisco <laughs>
1: <laughs> for the second worst team yes. in the league. Yes. And
2: then lowly Cleveland, who just shoots themselves in the foot. I don't understand their quarterback change uh, Thursday night. I didn't watch the game. Mm. I don't remember what I was watching. No, I had to work. That's right. After I did my show, I did I my show. Also. And then I went to work. And, uh, and then, uh, they made the quarterback change when they were up 7 6 at halftime. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they made the change, brought Josh McCown, in. I never understand going back to the future, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You got a 35 year old guy, you got a rookie. Just play the freaking rookie, man. Um, so those are my bottom five of the league. Yeah, uh, you can't disregard there because no. everybody else in the league is like four and five. So right. I, I
1: may switch. I may switch up uh, Chicago and put them a little bit higher because I still see some potential to maybe win a couple more games this year. Than yeah, I'm but gonna... they got smoked by Tampa. They're a they, they, man. They did, but they did get smoked by Tampa. But I mean, Jameis Winston, James Winston. That offense is what much better than that dead gum. Uh, uh, what's his name? Jay Cutler and them. I think. If,
2: if Chicago got smoked anymore, if they lived in Colorado, they'd be nonexistent. That's Their all I'm Their secondary saying. is horrible. Their whole it's team so is horrible.
3: Bad. Yeah, offensive lines all banked we up. We talked last like, week,
2: we like Howard, the yeah, running back. Yeah, I yeah. do like Howard. he's a good talent. All Sean Jeffrey will go somewhere else next year. Yeah. Uh, Philly. All right. Uh, but. Other than that, man, that team has some
1: troubles, man.
2: It's in shambles. Yeah, yeah. but you know, I don't as, care. Whatever.
1: As far as Cleveland, I agree with you hundred percent. I don't think I don't think it's the worst team ever in the history of the NFL. The Niners
3: are close, man.
2: The Niners are pretty, they pretty are, bad. Played Arizona tough yesterday. Yeah, they played I, pretty I, good. I, I game. I had
1: y'all winning. Y'all lost at
2: the kicker at the end. Let me ask you this. Uh, oh man. Oh yeah,
1: Blake Bortles, franchise quarterback. Or are you sold on him? Do you think the jury's still out? I, I'm sold on I'm sold on him because see they've they've got two good wide receivers. They just they just don't have any chemistry there. And so do you
2: think he's a franchise quarterback? I don't think he's the guy. C.J. still thinks there's potential there for him to be the guy. I I like him.
1: I think, like I said, I think they've got the tools. They just don't have the coaching for it. I I mean, it's got to be something about that coaching because I've watched Bortles in college, and he's got the great potential.
3: Hell, watched him last year. Yeah. You know, he played really well last year. I don't know what the big – they were the most, you know. a,
2: along with the Raiders. They were the team that was supposed to take that next step. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly were, right. Yeah. And they have regressed. If anything, I agree. I, th- yeah.
1: I think they've still got potential. I think that they've got a. F- I mean, who knows? Maybe they're fl- maybe they're flopping on purpose so that they can get a better draft pick this year. I mean,
3: you got to get rid of Bradley though. Yeah. Bradley's a waste of a coach, man. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's yeah. Just, that's
1: what I'm talking about. I mean, not, I don't blame I don't blame Bortles at all. I think he's got great potential. I think he could be. A, I think within the next two or three years, he could be a top. You know, seven quarterbacks, five between five and seven quarterbacks. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm spitballing here, but
2: I think he's closer to Tyrod Taylor and Alex Smith than he is to being with uh, Andrew Luck, Russell Wilson, or whoever. Yeah. I
3: feel like you can, if your team's decent, you can win with him as your quarterback. I don't think he would be the reason why you, you don't. What makes win you think that though? Talent, like just watching him play, like the, his ability to deliver the ball to a receiver. You know,
1: uh, yeah. So they're losing is because of everything but him. I, I, I think that defense has been really, really rough. Yeah, the defense. I'm not worried about the offense. I I, I think they got the potential. I just think they're lying. But
2: we're still looking at potential. This is what I don't understand. I think it's a lot like Green defense. Bay,
3: right, like one right. dimensional I'm, offensively. Like they're not really running the ball well. Like it's all
2: just trying to pass. You yeah,
1: because I'm speaking right now. Like it's over for him already this season. Anyway. Oh yeah. I'm looking for the future. See,
2: I agree with Hank. Yeah, but i just say this. And I would understand if they were losing games 38-31. Right. would be like, okay. They're losing like 19-12. to 12. Mm-hmm. You know what <laughs> I mean? That's not uh, That's not telling me that, oh, man, I mean, that's one-possession game. Yeah. Right? Or whatever. Right. You lose close to – you lost two close home games to Houston and Green Bay. Okay. But you still only put up 20 points, you know. Uh, it's just to me – I'm just not ready to th- –
3: cast him away like uh tanny hill and all these other subpar kind of yeah young guys i think he's, like, right I think he's at, them, though yeah. i think he's better than those guys. i
1: think he's better i do i agree with uh cj i think there he's mu- not much better than them but i think he's better than them he's in the but, co- but just, it's based off potential not anything he's done absolutely that's that's all it is because i don't see Tannehill hill getting past where he's at now
3: i agree and i think uh bortles showed something last year that's the only reason why i have any kind of but he's regressed this year he has not played as well this year. Yeah, I, you can't argue with that.
1: I mean, he, when's this? When's this contract end up? You know, I mean, he could go somewhere else. I'd pre-season. say at least a couple more seasons. Yeah, at least yeah, his third year, right? Yeah, uh, at least one more year. Yeah, I mean, or not, two. not all these NFL quarterbacks are going to make the Super Bowl or make even make the playoffs within five years. Sometimes, so I mean, but I, you
2: got to they got to give you a feeling that you can compete. Yeah, right. And but, at no point with anything with this franchise. See,
3: I think he did give them that feeling last year. Yeah, and no they went this year. And they went out and spent a bunch of money in free agency to try to win. Much like Oakland did and they've had a lot of success with that the pattern. Because they but, do have a quarterback. Yeah, but uh and a coach. Jacksonville is yeah. shit the bed, man. They're yeah. they're just not a good team.
1: Yeah, I agree I agree with you, Joe.
3: But I like a lot of their talent man. You know, Dante Fowler, uh who's uh Miles Jack the other Jaylen guy Jalen Ramsey Jalen Ramsey I forgot about Jalen Ramsey see they got a lot of young talent because they suck <laughs> so they're always picking these high draft picks so the Minnesota
1: there.
2: Timberwolves of the
1: NFL <laughs> oh my goodness I just thought about that that is an excellent analogy
3: the 76ers <laughs> they just trade away their guys every three or four years oh, whatever oh, they're all a right. farm
2: team alright we're going to make some picks all right. we'll talk about some other stuff alright sweet all right. uh, yeah we got a few minutes alright uh, Hank, I'll come to you first. Arizona versus Minnesota. Must win for both teams as you're trying to get to the playoff hunt. Minnesota's just trying to win a football game. Who you got?
1: I got Minnesota. I, I'm sorry. Carson Palmer's declining as in front of our eyes right now as we speak. I think he's completely falling off. CJ? I agree with Hank's analysis,
3: but I'm going to take uh, Cardinals. Uh, that offensive line for Minnesota is the worst, man. Literally, they have everything else, but they cannot protect or run the ball. You know, They have a lot of questions, man. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Arizona was at home or Minnesota?
2: Minnesota. Okay. I'll, I'll still roll Arizona. Yeah. yeah. I'm, uh, I'm going to take Minnesota because, I mean, they got to win at some point. It's, and Arizona tried to lose to San Francisco. They it, tried their best, man. David right. Johnson's the best running back in the NFL, though. If can't t- if can't t- convince t- me otherwise. If
1: Tennessee could beat Green Bay, anything's possible. <laughs> True.
2: They rolled Green Bay. Yeah,
1: right man, that I, wasn't I, even close. I love Green Bay, but I loved seeing Tennessee win, too. Yeah, I, I don't feel bad about it. Uh, <laughs> you uh,
2: hates Tennessee, man. Yeah, oh, I hear you. Uh, I don't like the Packers either. I don't dislike them. I don't know. I don't feel like a certain way. I like to see a team. I like Rogers. See, I think Rogers is another guy on the decline that yeah. nobody wants to talk about for some reason.
1: I, I, I agree with that. But, but uh,
2: we'll make some picks. We'll come back. Okay, gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Tennessee at Indianapolis, big game in the South. Hank, what you got?
1: I got to go with Tennessee. I really, I think that I think Luck has just got the. He, he's got the. He's got him, but the squad is what he needs to work on. No chemistry whatsoever. I don't know how they won last week's game,
3: CJ. Ah, man, I'm inclined to g- agree with Hank, but the Colts have owned Tennessee, man. I mean, literally, like, never this lose This is to a them. new Tennessee team, though. It is, but, I mean.
1: This is their second year of their three-year b- rebuilding process.
3: So. I'm going to ride the Lightning, man. Tennessee wins. <laughs> I'm taking
2: Indianapolis.
3: Uh that set me up like that. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: don't want to you agree with together, man, you and I. So. Oh. But I'm taking Indy at home.
3: Must win. This is all so we can sit down Sunday and watch the game and be on either side
1: of whatever game we're watching. (laughs) Hey, 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 look, he had the Steelers winning. uh, I had the Cowboys winning, so I could have come in and bragged about that. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Why you got to bring up bullshit, man?
2: That's it. We're going to edit that out. All right. Uh, Okay, big game here, especially for Baltimore. Baltimore at Dallas. CJ, I'll come to you first. Uh, Dallas, no doubt, man. Is it? I think we all have to take Dallas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. uh, CJ, I'll come to you. Huge game here. All these games are huge. These aren't the only games. These are the best ones that I just saw. These
3: are uh, marquee matchups. Yeah, Green Bay at Washington. Wow.
2: At Washington, huh?
3: Green Bay in a must-win game. You got to think some of these NFC East teams have to start losing at some point. And hopefully it's Washington. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to be Dallas. <laughs> hopefully it's everyone but except for Philly. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey.
1: I agree with I agree with CJ. I think the caliber of opponents that Green Bay have had have been much more challenging. So Washington won't be a problem. Mm, not a problem. I, I mean, you know, for, for yeah. under the circumstances. Yeah, uh, I'm
2: biased here. I'm taking Green Bay. Mm. Uh, you know. Kirk Cousins will put up five hundred and half a touchdown. (laughs) Five hundred on sixty nine passes. That sounds about right. Uh, uh, All underneath. All right. So New Orleans is at Carolina. Uh, This is a Thursday night game. Mm -hmm. Huge game. Uh, Either team loses this game, they're pretty much out of contention for the division. You would have to say. Even though I mean the Falcons are just six and four. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Saints are four and five. I think.
1: Carolina yeah. four and five also yeah yeah so huge man Carolina in New Orleans who, in in Carolina oh in Carolina yep who y'all got
3: I got Carolina I think they roll them
1: that's a, that's a tough one though because the New Orleans gets in these like really clutch uh, situations like that I'm just waiting for I, for the record I can't stand the Saints but. I'm just waiting for an old boy to come through, but i got to go with the CJ. I think that the Carolina Panthers got it since it's at home.
3: I don't trust
2: New Orleans on the grass, man. Yeah, no. I don't trust them outside of the Dome at all. Right. No, I don't. Uh, but I'm taking the Saints in this one because I think that I trust Drew Brees more. I think this team's playing better than Carolina's playing as a team. Mm-hmm. I think the way Kansas City came in there, and, and I keep saying this, but literally snatched victory away from they, them. Yeah, I think it. that kind of hurt them. I think so, too. You know what I mean? I haven't seen Cam Newton pouting or anything, but I feel like that's how the whole team probably feels. You're up 17 nothing at home. You're starting to play well, and then just be having it taken away like that. Like, it's not Seattle. It's not New England,
3: mm-hmm. right? That was literally their uh, playoff hopes. Yeah. Being just snatched out of their arms. Snatched, so. Because literally. I can't envision any kind of scenario where they make the playoffs so at this I, point. I
2: think that I'm writing off Carolina more than I'm giving New Orleans hope. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna take the Saints based off. I think Carolina's just gonna be depressed. I think uh, neither of those teams can make the playoffs. New Orleans' loss is depressing as well. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Uh, so I mean, it, it's kind of contradictory for me to say, but it's still, I think I think Carolina's a lot more uh, emotionally involved, like more susceptible to being sad or whatever. Right. Because that's the leader of their franchise that way.
1: Who's gonna come in with the bigger chip on their shoulder and use it to their advantage? Uh, and I'm gonna take the Saints. Um, yeah, I got Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. I think
3: uh, Carolina's born with a chip on their shoulder. Or well, Cam Newton, anyway. That
2: chip went to Washington. Yeah, All right, right. so uh, last game for you guys to pick, Philadelphia versus Seattle. I'm taking Seattle. I don't ever pick Philadelphia. so you Where's it at? Seattle. I'm taking Seattle uh, I'm taking Seattle too. You have to take Seattle. But this what? is Seattle's time of year, man. It's going to be a good football game, though. Yeah. The, tw- the 12th man is hard to get by. It really is. It has. is. I know. I mean – but they have like 15, man, to include all, include all the Zebras, right? <laughs> you think more over or under 35 points? For a total score? Mm-hmm. Over. You do? Okay. Yeah. I think it's going to be more defensive.
3: I think it'll be more defensive.
2: Banging. Maybe some defensive scores. But I'll say 25-20, somewhere around there. Mm. One possession game.
3: It'll be fun to watch
2: yeah, regardless. It should, it should be a good football score. game. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I may watch it. I don't know. <laughs> all right, here's my top 10 power rankings. At ten. And even though Brock Oswald only put up ninety nine yards. I got them at number ten. Ninety nine yards. <laughs> uh I got Atlanta still at nine. Uh still still probably the best offense in the NFL. Uh not efficient wise, but big play. Right. right? Uh I got Detroit at eight, who was off and creeped into first place. I got the Giants, they played tonight, but I got them at seven. Uh I think they're really starting to put things together. They're going to be very dangerous moving forward with the wide receivers. If they can run the football, if that rookie's any good at all. Hopefully he don't score too much tonight because I got playing the fantasy. who is this? Uh what's his face? Philip uh what's the rookie's what's name? team? Giants. Oh, uh I don't know the guy I, I can't think about. of his name, yeah. but his rookie Paul Perkins. Yeah, Perkins. There you go. Yeah. Uh Denver at 6. Um because they staying alive. I got KC at 5. I got the Patriots at 4. I got Seattle at three. I couldn't put Patriots over Seattle after losing at home, right? Okay. Uh, I got Oakland at two, and number one team in the NFL. You cannot go Dallas, right? You have to not
1: not go Dallas, right? I I think that's a fair assessment, right there. I mean, those are right. those are all very. I mean, I can't argue that. That's if, uh, maybe Atlanta. Maybe Atlanta being a little bit higher, but not. By I level.
3: agree. I don't like Detroit above Atlanta, but they're about the same. I like Atlanta a lot more as a I would take team. Atlanta. Yeah. Uh,
2: but Detroit's playing better right now. This is more uh, resume. Yes. Who's got that? I got you. There you go. Yeah. I like that, yeah. yeah. This isn't the top ten best teams. Because if it were top ten best teams, uh, Detroit or Houston might not be in there. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? We're talking about for the week, though, right? We're just talking about right now, like if you ranked them. Up to this point. Yeah. 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 Uh, like the best teams to me, I would still put the Patriots and Raiders and Seattle 1, 2, Because I would take Seattle over Dallas if they played. I don't care where they played either.
3: I still like Pittsburgh. Maybe I'm being
2: you're just holding on to hope for your pick.
3: I just like them. I think they. But think you can't rank them in the top ten. I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't rank them in the top ten. But I believe when it comes playoff time, they'll be right there. Their in the money mix. because yeah. of the quarterback. Right.
1: Yeah. Well, Ben's gonna be questionable with his health this week anyway. So right. He was questionable this past week. So you know. It's and just- I think he's. Born on the <laughs> he, he, <I> <laughs> on the he, injury list. He's the toughest quarterback in this past decade. I don't, oh, yeah, I don't care dude. what anybody says. You can't argue that with me. I mean, you could, but you know, probably
3: Eli Manning. What? What'd you say? Toughest quarterback. Doesn't miss any games.
2: That doesn't really. Well, I don't think missing games makes you less tough. No, I think it makes you less durable. I'm yeah. thinking like the guys because Steve, Steve McNair missed a lot of games and he was tough. McNair. Oh yeah. right. Brett Favre. These guys I, just always play,
3: you know.
1: Brett Favre was Iron Man, I, I right? Mean, you know, nobody, but
3: you know, Roethlisberger's going to play if he can. If he's able to limp around, he will play. Oh
1: yeah, definitely. I mean, like I said, size has a lot to do with it, but also he just he, he they said it, he said it himself, adrenaline takes over sometimes. He just right. don't feel any pain, you know. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, tough guys are made, you know. I mean, they're born; they're not made, right? Yeah. Like you don't become tough either. You are or you're not. I swear. And um, there's some tough ones out there, man. I just don't think missing games makes you not tough. True. Because sometimes you can't go. Like I think Romo's tough. He's just not durable.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know? I mean, he would have if it were up to him, he would have been playing after two weeks of healing his back up. You know, he had a cracked back, for God's sake, and he still would have came out there. So I got to give it to him for that. Yeah, but.
2: he's tough, uh, but not durable. Uh, but Eli hasn't missed a game since he stepped on the field. You know, I didn't even know that. I didn't even yeah. think about that. As soon as he stepped on the field, he hasn't. He's missed like five snaps. That was, wow. those, those were like kneel downs. That was like Jared Lorenz's highlights of his <laughs> life. Yeah,
1: like a Trevor Simeon type thing. <laughs> but Simeon's looked okay. Simeon's you know, got a lot of talent to play with. I'm waiting. I'm waiting on the day where he declines and Paxton Lynch comes in there.
3: It can't uh, be too much longer.
1: Although he's still, although Simeon's young too, so it's not going to happen anytime soon. But.
3: Yeah. I think as soon as they're declared out of the playoffs, if they are at any point, Lynch will be instantly inserted.
1: Oh, really? But they got a couple-game I mean, lead.
3: I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I mean, they got a two-game lead right now. About, I still like... talking about the Broncos? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think they'll make the playoffs. I think I, I like
3: Oakland better, and I think Kansas City's charging up. Yeah, I don't think all three, three th- teams make
1: it. But they're all three. That's the thing about my – as a Raiders fan, I know my division. And mm-hmm. most and out of the past five years, three of the seasons, uh, you know, three teams from that uh, division have made the playoffs. Oh, wow. Not Oakland, though. Man. No, not, <laughs> not Oakland.
2: <laughs> Everybody gets their day, man. Oh, I know it. It's good for football to have the Raiders be relevant. It, it really especially is. Especially since they're about to leave Oakland. I know it. So I like it. So. Y- y'all think
1: San Diego goes to L.A.? Um, do I think San-, San Diego goes to L.A.? Um, what, what, like have a, have two franchises in one city? Yeah. San- that's the plan. See, I don't like that for the NFL because there's only 16 games in a season. I think that, that that's the beauty about the NFL. It's it's not like in, in NBA where you got 82 games a season. If you're going to have 16 games per season, then you really need to spread it out all over the country as much as possible.
3: If you're San Diego, why would you want to do that if there's already a franchise there? Uh, you know I couldn't tell. I wouldn't want to share share a city with another But it's so franchise. big. I mean you
2: got two teams in New York to sh- that literally share the same stadium. Right? Yeah. So I mean if you're LA you got to LA play.
3: would do the same thing. I, yeah, I believe yeah. Probably. They want to put two people But in I the mean if you're LA a you kind of
2: got to have somebody there that's entertaining, right? You got yeah. the, you got the Rams of all franchises. Just put yeah. Rivers on the Rams, call it a day. <laughs> oh my gosh, if you put Philip <laughs> yes. Rivers and Jeff Fisher on the same team, <laughs>
1: dude, I think it's going <laughs> to spontaneously combust. <laughs> oh
2: my goodness. I get to literally go ham. All right. So, you know, I didn't understand what that meant until like about three months ago. Yeah. Yeah, after all these years. Whatever. What, spontaneous can from really combust? No, the word going ham on somebody. Oh, no. I, I didn't know. know what ham stood for.
1: Oh, yeah. Hard as a. Hard yeah. as a mother. A mug. A all mug. Right. There you go. It's a mug. Memphis State plays their first basketball game tonight. UT Rio Grande. Mm-hmm. I will be catching that. I, as a matter of fact, I seriously have thought about actually going to like buy some nosebleed section seats and go catch that since I get done here. Yeah, nice. I thought about it. We'll yeah. see.
2: No, it should be interesting. They
1: definitely gonna need support. I 18, I'm gonna watch 000. it on ESPN Ocho. Dude, if you're if you're the first folks, <laughs> if, 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 if you're the first five thousand people, you get a bobblehead of Tubby Smith. <laughs>
2: I don't know if that'll sell. You, you get these old Josh Pastner ones we had from last year that nobody. They
3: did a wanted. speaker series at the club I work at uh, last week, and uh, he, it went over really well. Yeah,
1: everyone was uh, gushing about how great he was. Yeah. Oh man, I think I'm gonna grab two Tubby Smith ones and throw them both in the trash. <laughs> 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 no man, I, I don't know. I think that I think, I mean, I don't. This ain't the year, but hopefully there will be some improvement. You know, yeah. it's going to
3: be a breath of fresh air either yes, way.
1: Folks yeah. just need to relax.
3: I'm just happy we got a guy who can coach basketball.
1: Yeah, exactly. I, I don't even care if he takes us to the NCAA tournament this year. I just, well, I do. You, you I would, want to get there, but that's not the standard being set is for
2: what we do this year. Right, exactly. Where are We're we are going next year, year after that, get the classes in, get everything going together.
1: There, there's got to be some improvement in some way. I mean, that was just I mean, you had, I mean, Shaq Goodwin to me was NBA material, and that dude is going to be playing in, like, Russia or Well, somewhere. look at, like, Tark Black. You know, he's in the yeah, NBA. He's better he than NBA was. Yeah.
0: Go ahead. Joey Dorsey's way. well,. He, made he was NBA later NBA, on, but he yeah. came up. But, yeah, Tark Black is a good example. Yeah, because he was old yeah, boy in college. There's yeah. Will beat.
3: Barton's a good role player right now.
1: Oh, that's yeah. very yeah. true. Where's, where's Adonis player. Thomas at? I don't even know where he's at. You know? I think he works at uh, Chevron over yeah. on Lamar. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and, DJ Stephens, and DJ Stephens over at 201
2: Poplar.
3: Oh, so. my Jesus, man. Oh, snap. Oh, man. All
1: right, anything
2: else you gentlemen want to chime in on?
3: Nah, dude, i uh, happy uh, to be on the show. Yeah. It seems like it's been three months. Yeah, yeah.
2: sorry
1: for my tardiness. It's cool, bit, man. I should have communicated better, I guess. Yeah, uh, that's alright. But I'm, you're
2: still coming on I will be Thursday, Thursday. Yes,
1: yes, I'll be there. At 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. I will, I will be there at 8 o'clock in the morning. Okay. <laughs> that's, hey,
3: that's dude, uh, Google that place ahead of time. It's kind of tricky dude it's, yeah it's back by cemetery too
1: <laughs> like, dude, I just watch like, where you're yeah, going <laughs> I, I, when i saw whittier road i was like holy cow is it? <laughs> we'll talk about that yeah, the air. We'll get that. but
2: make sure you check out the beast of sports gab uh monday tuesday thursday and friday i'll be on there 9 a.m to 10 a.m every monday tuesday thursday and friday uh well we're gonna get set to get out of here it's been a blast uh been fun talking about some stuff uh Cowboys won. you to have to deal with them. Eagles won, so that's awesome. Uh, Goldberg goes to Suplex City. Uh, Side Street Grill. Beast of Sports Gab. God is good. Power to the podcast, and I'm out. Peace.
1: This podcast is a production of Ohm Audio and the Ohm Network. For more information, go to com. The Network is an independently run podcast and video production company in Midtown Memphis, Tennessee. Broadcasting all original content weekly from theoamnetwork.com. The Ohm Network. In pod we trust.